Something Something Dragons, episode 14, Cryptic Messages. Greetings and welcome to the Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories Project. This is our live play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path for the first edition of Pathfinder from Paizo Publishing. I am your host and Game Master, Aaron. With me today are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, Squad, do you guys know what makes this episode special? I will give the first one of you who can tell me automatic first initiative if we get into a fight this episode. It's gonna... There's a pun! That's not special. No, that's not special. What? Wait. This, uh, it's We're like three weeks ahead, right? Yes, we are recording three weeks ahead of uh, what they're actually listening to. It's right before Halloween. You are correct. This is our Halloween episode. Ooh. Oh, now I have to go do the spooky thing, dang it. <laughs> See, I was going to tell you guys that because it's the Halloween episode, I promise that nothing creepy or scary is going to happen for the entire episode. But since Blue said that you guys have to go do the spooky <laughs> thing, I guess you have to go do the spooky thing. No! Uh, no! That was me saying I know you are going... Not you're going to guilt me. People on Discord are going to be like, why didn't you go do the spooky thing? Here's what we got to do. We got to lead them on the whole time. Like, we're going to do the spooky thing and just make it like the absolute womp. Like, we get so close to doing the spooky thing every time and don't end up doing that. Let's just play with their emotions the entire time. I make no promises. That's mean. I suspect that something spooky could very easily happen in today's episode. Here. When last we saw our heroes, you had all experienced a couple, well, two of you had disturbing, experienced some rather disturbing nightmares. Following that, all of you did some wandering around the town, ultimately finding Anton at the Unfurled Scroll, where the party did some research into Harrowstone Prison and its history. Uh, you guys discovered a little bit about the five most notorious prisoners who were there at the time of the fire. Specifically, you learned about Ispin Onyx Cudgel, who is better known as the Mosswater Marauder. And his story wasn't creepy at all. I love how you're just skipping over one very important thing. You know, just the minor minor drama. You know, not that important. I mean, there was relationship drama, but you know. But not important at all. No basic drama. It's not the plot. You know, it's fine. You know, ba basically, as far as I'm concerned, the relationship drama, that's content you guys create, and I have no control over it. I just have to focus on the plot. <laughs> So with that information in hand, all of you were headed over to the Temple of Phrasma, where Anton had said that Luther had spent the same day and was doing research as well. And then from there, you were possibly going to go raid the false tomb that Lorimore had mentioned in his journal as having supplies that might be useful when facing down against ghosts. Am I forgetting anything other than the relationship drama? Uh, we got a depressed Talia. Woop woop. Yes, we have a depressed Talia. I'm covering that inside the relationship drama. <laughs> Didn't you say that this is something that we didn't actually cover, but we had time that I probably could have posted the notice for my letter? Yes, you absolutely could have done that. What would be a good price? <laughs> uh, honestly, a copper piece would be plenty. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going with a silver. All right. Well, don't take that off your ledger yet, because you don't have a messenger yet. You just made a posting saying that you're looking for one. Yes, but putting the silver makes it probably more likely that someone will take it up. Sure, I'm just saying don't take it off of your personal ledger yet. 
All right, well, I will get some background effects playing, provided as always by our friends at Tabletop Audio. I say our friends, I've never actually spoken to them, but they have made their content available for free, so I consider them friends. We catch up with our heroes as they are heading out of Her or out of the Unfurled Scroll and over to the Temple of Phrasma, because, you know, there could be nothing possibly spooky over at a Temple of Phrasma. Is anyone doing anything special as you make your way through town? Um, well, not through town, but I'm gonna say thank you to the guy. Yeah, when you leave the back room of the school, all of the students are already there, are, are already gone, and he's just uh, writing something into a journal, and he kind of says, well, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, by all means, is you're welcome to come make use of the library again, although, of course, for the Eklund same has thing. this, like... He's he looks like you know emo like he always does, kind of like staring at something. Uh, y you can see that while he was back there, because like I mentioned last episode, that he's not really that good at reading. He has a small piece of some sort of scrap paper. Looks like he probably found it somewhere at Kendra's, and he is basically just writing the alphabet in common over and over again. You notice that he for the, the last bit has had this weird sort of shifting to his like dirt pattern skin that uh the other characters would associate with him blushing it does not happen often and it apparently has been going for the last 30 minutes i just kind of like tug on his cloak he flinches and drops the paper then crumples it up and shoves it in his pocket like he really didn't want you to see it do you need help learning how to write he just puts his head in his hands oh i i can help you he goes would like that. Yeah, I can help you. All right. Well, from where you are located currently, since the unfurled scroll is at the north end of the town, the sens most sensible way to get over to the temple would be to go through across the bridge that is at the north end of the river, around through the farmlands, and then over to the temple. I guess that's how we're going. While you guys are walking, you'll notice that Anton is speaking to his bird, which is on his shoulder. None of you recognize the language which he is speaking in, but it is very harsh and guttural with lots of consonants and phlegm. Anton? <laughs> yes? Um, what language are you speaking? Oh, uh, abyssal. Oh. <laughs> um, Eklund just drops the paper he's holding. I, I fully realize that it's hardly as refined of a language as Taldane, but it's what he speaks, so that's how I speak to him. Your bird talks? Well, he can talk goes, to me. Your bird is a demon? No, I didn't say that. I just said that he speaks abyssal. Um, it's Taldane? Common. Oh, hey. You will make your way around the town. You get in front of the temple to Phrasma. You can see that there are lights on within the temple. Like I said, it's starting to get dark. It's not full dark yet, but it's into sunset and being calistral, which translates to February, it gets dark pretty early. So it's not like it's late at night. It's only about six, but that means that it's already well into sunset. Actually, on the way, she would have been like, wait, so hold up. He speaks abyssal. Is that why you couldn't tell me his name? Exactly. Yes. This his name mean in common. Does it have I don't name? know that it has a translation. It's just the proper name. All right, just wondering. I, I, you can just call him Crow. <laughs> I'll be right back. Are you breaking <laughs> What's wrong? 
nothing. <laughs> Alright, video game character. His name's Crow. Okay. And it's his code name. So, you know, I'm just picturing him, like, on a shoulder. <laughs> just screeching. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so you will make your way over to the temple. Like I said, there are lights on within. Uh, it does not seem like evening services have started yet. Who goes into the temple first? Talia, okay. I want to go second. He marches right. All right. She isn't as fast. You guys are always first. Uh, well, she's kind of headstrong. I mean, um, even if she's not flying. Anton is more than happy to hang near the back. Sotha usually does the same. All right. That makes sense. You guys are both squishy wizards. <laughs> Good point. I mean, neither of you are actually wizards, but you're both squishy spellcasters. So so when you get in there, you see that there are uh, the lay priests wandering around. You can see, not in the main sanctuary, but kind of in an alcove off to the side, there is a table. And Luther is sitting at the table with a large stack of books. Uh, Silver is just curled up at his feet, not doing anything uh you do not Puppy. you do not currently see father Grimsburg. Glenn looks awkwardly at the books and then reaches uh reaches up into his shirt where you hear an annoyed sort of <laughs> he pulls out a black fuzzy roomba <laughs> with teeth and starts petting it <laughs> at this point uh one of the lay priests approaches the, your group and says can i help you with something um we were actually here to look for our friend which i can see but um I was also just wondering if uh, tomorrow, if there's anything I could do to help you guys. Are you uh, a member of the clergy? Uh, I noticed that the symbol around your neck is one of Desna. No, I just, I know how to heal, so wanted to offer if I could help in any way. Oh, well, we, we certainly appreciate your offer, but do you anticipate something happening that's going to be a cause for greater than normal healing tomorrow? Um, no, it's just since the um, monument got vandalized, I don't know if there might be more mm, not-so, and surge attacks, well, didn't know if there might be some more not-so-wanted friends, with air quotes, that might try to attack people. I see. Uh, Talia, would you give me a diplomacy check? Okay. Oh no. And they all roll above a ten. Uh-huh. Roll four. <laughs> Four. Thirteen. Uh-huh. Okay. So he just kind of gives you a look as if to say, okay, weird little fairy thing. Yes, I'll be sure to let you know if we need your help in case there are unexpected attacks tonight. Uh, the way you worded it kind of was suspicious. I realize that now. All right, so. I'm going to go on over to Luther. All right, so you approach Luther. And uh, he kind of looks up as you all gather, and he says, Ah, Anton, I see you've uh, found our friends. Well, rather, more appropriately, they found me while I was at the Unfurled Scroll. But yes, here they all are, and uh, they helped me with my research, so we thought we'd come over and see what you were able to find. What have you been able to find? Sally just like, hops onto a chair to like, look at some of the books. And Luther just kind of gestures, books. <laughs> yes, I see that. I see that you have found books. Uh, were you able to find anything useful in these books? No, most of them are not written in Taldane. 
Ah. Eklund goes, I can read Terran and Druidic better than I can read Taldane. So that, if that's helpful at all. Um, I know Sylvan, Elven, and Gnomish. I know Draconic, if anything's in dragon speech, but I doubt it. No, most of it was written in Varesian. Dang it. I don't speak Varesian. <laughs> oh, well, I do. <laughs> well, you weren't here. This just feels like an awkward married couple conversation. <laughs> I need to pick up how to speak that. Well, maybe we can come back here tomorrow. It looks like there's lots of notes about the town's history, but like I said, I can't make a hide nor hair out of these books. So, hopefully you found something useful. Did we found out a little bit of information about uh, the prison and everything that had happened there during the unpleasantness? Well, yes, perhaps we can come back here tomorrow. Assuming that Silver hasn't left a mess for someone to clean up. You know better than that. Puppy. That is what Talia is doing. What is Talia doing? She kind of looked at the books, and then he said Varesian, and was like, I cannot read this. Up, down, and has gone to pet puppy. They're not all in Varesian. Yes. Just enough of them that you can see how he probably would have started to browse them and got frustrated. From a metagaming, or not a metagaming, but from a mechanics standpoint, I will let you know that you don't need to speak Varesian to make a research roll. However, I did make a check for his research role here while you guys were off doing your other recheck. And with the bonus from the library, he got a five. Wasn't the bonus a plus four? It was a plus two to the library at the uh, Unfurled Scroll. <laughs> the bonus at the Temple of Phrasma is actually higher. Oh, no. And with that bonus, he got a five. So, yes, he started, he got frustrated is what happened. <laughs> Could any of us make checks just to browse through it real quick? To actually do a research check is going to take more time than you probably will be able to do tonight. But oh, okay. I will say that a quick glance, you look at it and you go, oh, no, I only some of it's in Varesian. We totally could have used these books to find what we were looking for. Uh, I guess. All right. Kelly's <laughs> going to scribble down the, some of the titles really quick. Um... Eklund has kind of shifted to the back of the room, and you see he just has um, a very worn scroll out of his pocket that shows the common alphabet, and he's obviously hiding it from everyone else. So he's failing at hiding it? I think what uh, Green is trying to say is that the eye of the camera would see it, but he's trying to hide it from the view of the other characters. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's just always breaks my brain. You guys will head out of the temple unless there's something else you wanted to do while you were there. I've embarrassed myself enough. Same. Eklund just wants to go back to Kendra's house and find, like, a kindergarten reading book. Just be like... <laughs> Actually, so, I'm gonna say this. Knickknacks that make her happy. Children's books count. <laughs> She's got some. Alright, so as soon as you guys are out of the uh, temple... Uh, I assume you start taking the southern path back down through town to get back over to the to the Lormore place. Mm -hmm. When you guys get to the bridge, Anton says, Well, are we going to go over straight to the home of the charming Miss Lormore? Or do we want to go ahead and go back over to the... Actually, sorry, this wouldn't happen at the bridge. Are we going to go back to the Lorimore place, or do we want to go north up to the graveyard and check out that crypt? Um, Eklund goes, are we sure we want to explore a crypt after dark? Well, I, 
I think it would be easier to explore the crypt after dark than to explore it in the middle of the day and have to explain to people what we were doing there. That is true. I know that I'm certainly capable of seeing well enough at, in the dark, and I know that you are as well. I believe all of us are um, at least have better than normal human eyes. Eklund, um, because I, I have dark vision. Tali, you have low light, don't you? Wait. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, but wait, wait, wait. All of us? Yes. She looked right at Lufer. Yes. <laughs> Ouch. I thought you were human. I am. Well, he does have a dog. Uh, Alright, but... That counts for anything. I don't think he can see through the wolf's eyes. Is it a wolf? It it's a, a wolf. Not through the dog, but as a seeing eye dog, if he can't see at the time. But, but, but you say that all of us have it. That You have to get training. Yeah, good point. Well... I have the ability to channel the abilities of animals when I fight. Uh, I can I can oh, give neat. myself the ability to see in, well, not in full darkness, but better in, in lower light than ordinary people can. Eklund gives him a crooked, Eklund gives him a crooked <laughs> smile and uh, makes his owl, owl talons appear. Yeah, what? we literally are in right. a fantasy world. How could we forget? Luther smiles, <laughs> flexes his hand, and you see claws appear on his hands as well. But he's a shifter too! I've been trying to figure that out for like four episodes! He is not a shifter. Come on! <laughs> just don't have animal companions. That is true. I already guessed ranger. He's not a ranger. <clears throat> Ask me at the after party and I'll tell you. I know what this is now. Alright, hold up. We still don't know much about the crypt, because I only remember remember glancing through the journal where he mentioned the crypt and then skipped to the next circle date. Alright. If he had, maybe has any info about the crypt? Well, we can go back to the to the home first, certainly. I suppose we can go in full darkness as opposed to sundown as easily. Very well, let us let us proceed to the Lorimore household then. Talia leads the way. Still walking, though. Okay. Alright, you will all make your way back over to Kendra's house. I'm pretty sure the last time she walked was when actually it was raining and she was hiding under Eklund's cloak. Uh, you were walking during the funeral. Oh, yes. You know. You don't see her walk a lot. Nope. She's a saddened. She wasn't walking when she was holding the casket because she's small. Right. So she was, you know, kind of flying to be at level with everyone. Alright, so you make you get back to the house, you go inside. Again, there's a chime that rings when you open the door, and as you're making your way in, you know, stomping the mud off of your boots, taking off cloaks and whatnot, uh, Kendra comes down the spiral stairs and greets you in kind of the main area. Hi, Kendra. It's good to see all of you again. I take it that these two are... Ah, allow me to introduce myself. I am Anton Lopescu. And Anton steps forward, takes her hand, and does a deep bow and kisses the back of her hand. Gentlemen. Uh, this is my companion, Luther. Luther just kind of nods. And, of course, that is Silver, who privately, I would say, is probably just as intelligent as his human companion. <laughs> but he says that with a smile, and Luther <laughs> smiles at him as well. Oh, like, is that a compliment or an, is it a compliment Aww. to the wolf or an insult to me? It's a joking insult. It's exactly Aww. what it is. It's a joking insult. It's the things you say to people you care about. Yep. 
we appreciate your hospitality. I am assuming that we actually have your hospitality and that Talia did not invite us in here without talking to you first. Wow, throwing the blame on me. There's four of us. Yes, but you are the one who invited him. <laughs> to answer, I'm pretty sure I remember saying to Kendra that if it would be okay if we brought you over, I was originally hunting for you so you could come back with us to look for her through the professor's library. <laughs> yes, Talia Gate got permission. Thank you. Well, uh, I can have food prepared. Uh, it, I'm assuming none of you have eaten. Uh, not yet, but I would be happy to partake of whatever you have to offer. I want to mention Eklund grabs, uh, Eklund kind of grabs Talia by the wrist and with an anxious look on her face, tries to pull her into this little closet area I'm pinging. I don't really know what it is. It is basically a closet. It's a place to, like, store boots and cloaks and everything. He goes, can I talk to you for a second? Sure, don't pull me like that. He goes, I'm sorry, and let's go over. Glad you scared me. Well, let's, we'll, we'll all... Wait in the the dining area while and while she pulls out the wand and while he prepares dinner. So what happens in the closet? That sounds wrong. I just turns to Talia and goes, "This is going to be a very awkward question, but can you teach me manners?" <laughs> he goes, he goes, "Asking that now." Well, he never cared when he was with you guys, and he was usually drunk. But he goes, "I never really had to learn. I just." I don't know why, I just feel really awkward right now. I don't know why, I just... I can't... It's, it's it's A lot of stuff is hitting me at once. Like, how every time I eat, I eat like an owlbear. And every time... And I can't read. Like, there are a lot of things that are for some reason hitting me this week. Alright, let's... Pause for a second. Talia's just like, I've had to take a lot of your angst this week. Calm down. Take all of your angst in the past 24 hours, alright? Alright, hold up. You never really seemed to care with just the four of us. Three plus you. I don't know if I would say four of us here. I don't know. With me and yeah, with our small little group. Now you do, and kinda got a new addition of two and every now and then another. Is there a reason? You just see as if in response to. You like, you, you can't quite tell, but. Animals can usually smell fear, which is why it's actually not that surprising when Zarquin's head pops out of his shirt collar to let him pet her. <laughs> so there is a reason. <laughs> he just goes, why are you so good at this? I'm kind of a master of getting gossip out of people. The cat is just slowly crawling around his shoulders now and he's shaking all over. The cloak. What's the reason? He goes, what do you mean the cloak? That's where you were holding your cat. Oh yeah, no. She's making a joke by using the literal reason. <laughs> Joking while also kind of saying like the cat's out of the bag. Oh. <laughs> he, he, just looks, <laughs> he just looks at Zarkwin who gives an indifferent <laughs> He goes, Talia, it's kind of embarrassing, especially after, you know, last night. Don't think it gets more embarrassing than last night. <laughs> oh, that could be true. Okay, you've probably been noticing me acting very strangely in the last oh, no. few days, or in the last day. I've been acting strange for the entire time I've known you, but yes, you've been getting stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I've never... <sighs> There's only one Fair explanation point. for it. I, think I've ha I don't think I have any spells on me, and I mean, we know he can cast those kind of spells. He's done it before, but I don't know how... Uh, it doesn't 
feel like that, and... Eklund, you're avoiding the point here. It's, it's, I, I've never cared about my manners or knowing how to read or anything, you know, human like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why do you... Have a theory of why you do now? Because you can guess as well as I can. You're gonna. Dear God, of course this is what it. Unless I'm wrong, I don't think I am. She says it's kind of like pausing. Oh God, I think I'm right. Meanwhile, in the sitting room, what are all of you guys doing while these two are having their awkward moment? Anton. Just don't say it like that. Too late. A regrettable choice of words. <laughs> Anton is uh, talking very animatedly with uh, Kendra and being incredibly charming and telling, sharing stories of his, his and Luther's uh, life in the circus. And Kendra is just kind of got sitting there with a smile on her face the whole time, uh, sipping at a glass of wine. Just gonna say, I love them together so much. <laughs> that me life. Are you now shipping Anton and, and Kendra? I, no! I'm talking about their Anton and Luther gives me life. Oh, okay. Because, like, he's, <laughs> he's animatedly talking about, like, very happily talking to a girl about his time with his boyfriend. Yep. To be blunt. Like, and she's just happy. And it just makes me so happy that he's like, no, I'm just gonna go talk about him because he's awesome and it was fun. And, you know, just... Mm, something you know I look for in mm, Okay. Antler! Antler OTP. Okay, so, uh... Azatha, similar to me, has no idea what to do right now. So she's just sitting there petting her snake. I think Talia is literally the yeah. only one of you who, who does not have a pet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may have stolen Pumpernickel. What happened to Pumpernickel, by the way? Oh yeah, he's just chilling in my room. Left him some bread, he should like, be good. Like, what has he been doing this whole time? Doesn't really like going outside. Is Pumpernickel a boy or a girl? More of an indoor chicken. I- honestly, I have no clue. Pumpernickel's a they. We respect their pronouns. We fine. <laughs> At the Untold Stories Project, we respect everyone's pronouns. Including that of a fictional chicken. That is the yes, best yes. sentence ever. I swear I'm going to record that for posterity somewhere. <laughs> I'll just put it on <laughs> But you know, I don't really yes. know how to act in social situations, so I might just do the only thing I know how to do and offer some bread. I love this. Socially awkward. <laughs> Zatha and Hilarious just socially awkward vibing together. Don't know what to do. Yes. Just penning their animals and eating bread, you know. It's fine. Um, so does anybody want bread? I don't know. I just think it's worth offering. Well, I am making food. Uh, no That's fair. Just, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do in this situation. I'm honestly more surprised off the has it. One of you two hasn't been like, alright, where are those two? What are they doing? And we are the people who know no privacy. This is true. <laughs> so, Kendra then is going to turn to all of you uh, after being charmed by Anton's stories for a little bit and say, So, <laughs> what all are, are. Do you wish to make use of the library tonight? Do you have other plans to use this for this evening? And Anton says, Well, I was personally hoping to engage in a bit of skullduggery and uh, hoping that they would. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> He's assuming his natural charm could get her not to question that sentence. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Oh god, now I love Anton so much. 
Uh, in any case, but yeah, so he says, so I was hoping to uh, convince them to accompany me out to the Restlands, where your father t left note that there was a cachet of weapons that might be useful when dealing with the undead, which I think we're going to be doing. You're so lucky Talia isn't here. Uh, and Kendra kind of says, yes, I did see that passage in his journal. Oh, do you have the journal? Could I look at it? By all means, I'll, I'll be right back. And Kendra will step out and head upstairs. God, Kendra is so much cooler about that than I would be. <laughs> um, if the two haven't come out of the closet by now, I hey, have an don't idea. Out anyone. <laughs> like, like this is I'm just realizing now that they are having this conversation in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> the episode is going to be way too deep for its own good. I've been thinking that this like, whole time, was so guys. Scared to, you know, like she was so confused. Like, oh god, wait, no, what's going on? Oh no. <laughs> also, I think Tolly did pretty good of having to come out herself without coming out exactly Fair. in the last episode. Fair enough. Hey, D um, GM. No. Do do snakes happen to speak draconic, or can I speak to Nala? You cannot. Oh dang. Anton's ability to speak to his bird is because his bird is actually his familiar. Your snake is yeah. just a snake. All right. All right. That's what I thought. But can I and... like? go over are they still in the closet though i would assume that their yeah. conversation is probably wrapping up at right. about the same time but uh, you cut us off i did yeah. because i figure that some of it can happen off camera yeah uh, well but... so um about this time i would probably go over to the closet okay um try to like freak them do play a mean little joke like um, try to coax Nala <laughs> to just, like, slither through, like, the bottom of the door or something. Wait, just to freak them out. I mentioned that, wait, how, as you're bending down to do that, you just hear Eklund go, Yes, Talia, I think I'm in love with Anton. Oh my god! You're hopeless. Like Talia was like, "Oh no, I think I. Oh god, that's my only. Oh no. Oh well. No. At, <laughs> at that time, um, well, um, the snake chaos would ensue because the snake would be coming right under the door at that time, and then Zotha just burst out with laughter behind the door. <laughs> Talia likes animals. Snake don't scare her. Snake wouldn't scare Eklund either. It might make just wanted to startle you guys like you weren't expecting it. Hear Eklund go, Gah! and then this loud ah! Eklund go, Gah! and he comes back out with a fuzzy Roomba for a hat. Is that what you be giggling to yourself eyeball. the whole time and just like point at you I like? As as entertaining as these antics are, I would actually like to get to a little bit of the plot tonight. She's not giving us off her snake back. She's taking the snake. No, no, no. my snake. At least for now. <laughs> At least for now. She likes snakes. You're mean. She's just petting the snake. Kendra will come back down. She will give you know let Anton browse through the journal. Dinner will be served, and then it really does become a question of it's late evening. What do you guys want to do now? Wait, she doesn't know about the conversation they were having. Although she is giving a few looks <laughs> towards Eklund, like kind of 
judge silently judging like you one time she will look at Eklund then you know kind of like if he looks at her back look at Anton look back at Luther back at Anton and then back at Eklund like <laughs> really? Uh, Eklund is just sitting there very awkwardly with a fuzzy cat wrapped around his neck just like He's just looking very, very awkward, and has blushed so much that his hair and face are nearly indistinguishable, because his skin uh, his skin turns darker brown when he blushes, and fades more toward human skin color when he's blanching. Tell me if there's a book out of your face. I mean, it's a children's book, but she just throws a book at your face. <laughs> Eklund is caught off guard and gets knocked out of his seat. It's not that heavy of a book, it's a children's he's book. He's scared, he's just surprised, he's just like, yeah, come on! He, he just stays under the table the rest of the night. <laughs> or at least um, until So, what's our plan? What do we want to do? Well, she's kind of asking Anton and Luther because her plan might be different. Well, I'm happy to take your lead on this matter. I've told you what I think we should do, but uh, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. Sorry, I might have missed part of that conversation. Oh, well, now that we've had a nice meal, I think we should go and uh, raid the tomb. Yay! Yeah, sounds fun. But, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm certainly open to other suggestions. As much as I feel like we should, I also know I sounded super suspicious in there. Well, we'll just have to be sneaky then. Like, if they notice that something's been disturbed, they might assume it's me. Well, look, and he uh, flips open the, the journal and says, It said right here that the professor himself had snuck out there. He's quite certain that the clergy do not even know what is in that location so if he has already been there and took some things and then left without any note that he was caught i'm sure we are just as capable as he is are you sure i'm not as capable as him I, he was certainly very learned and he looked at kendra and you know i would never cast any dispersions on your father's intelligence and ability but he was an older man we're all still in the prime of our health yeah. And look, it says right here, it, it, it says right here, and he's holding his thumb over part of the page, I am certain if the current clergy does not know about what their predecessors have hidden down below. Wait, so, like, are you saying, like, he's just, like, pointing to his thumb, or is he hiding something with his thumb? You're not sure. Nice <laughs> <laughs> sense motive? Nice sense motive, sure. Against his bluff? It's not like I'm gonna roll good. I mean, against his bluff? Sure, go for it. The dude can cast Charm Person and apparently, like, either did that or seduced a librarian. I think that we can assume he's got a high save there. Uh, th that was a 9 rolled for a 10, so, you know, that's fine. Yeah. You know, Talia's here like, I am. Like, are you hiding something? No, not at all. It's right here on the page. Um, and he closes the book. Of course he does. Oh, here he for the journal. <laughs> she still enjoys reading the journal, plus she's looking for the, the, the comments that he gave about her again, remember? Okay. Because I remember- Sure. She's in a bad mood. She wants to be cheered up. And, you know, she started happy crying when she read the comments right. that, you know, like all the compliments he wrote. That's why she's reaching for it. Okay. She starts flipping through pages, finding it. Well, shall we? Uh, and Anton will go ahead and start walking out of the uh, house. Oh, crap. Is this decided? Probably. Eklund just awkwardly gets out from under the table and walks after it, his face still almost as dark as his hair, blushing. Did you just leave her book under the table? Oh, you notice he's pocketing, but he he pockets the, like, kindergarten reader in his bag. Good. Was there really no other info about the crypt in here? Uh, really all it did say was where it was located, 
which was at the intersection between Eversleep and the Black Path. I don't want to do this. You guys can hear Talia murmur a few things like, I don't want to go to the creepy crypt in the creepy graveyard. Talia's just like murmuring of like, I don't want to go. Oh. Well, we kind of have to go, right? I don't want to. I'm dead and... The way walking there, um, Azatha would probably go to the back of the group with Illyris and quietly gossip about, about what she heard in the closet. Talia got, I mean, if Talia realizes you're gossiping, she's falling back to listen. I know what happened. You were the one in the conversation. I know, but, I, I know, but she's just, you know, like, wait, what are you guys talking about? Drama? <laughs> that is, if she notices us Talia's talking. not paying attention to anything, really. I mean, she's kind of just, like, looking for things to get our mind off of creepy graveyard, creepy ghosts. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, she's like, wait, what are you guys talking about? Uh, definitely not you. Why are you talking about? <laughs> will lead the way. We're, we're not. We're really bad at lying. <laughs> Eklund is torn no, in I'm the not. order like, of the party between being a frontline fighter in the party and also wanting to hide his face from the world and go drown himself in a mug of ale for the night. <laughs> He's like, front or back? <laughs> what are you talking about? Tell me. About you failing to prank us? You kind of succeeded on Eklund, but... No, we were talking about something completely unrelated. We're really bad at lying. No, we were we were just talking about um bread. Bread, yes. And whatever this thing qualifies as bread and whether or not I I don't know, uh is a bagel a type of bread? But what do you what do you think, Talia? I think you guys are really bad at lying. <laughs> I think that bagels are definitely bread. No, no, no we're not and yes, bagels are bread. Yes, you see? But... So, so Cloak should be able to make bread, but it it doesn't make bagels. It doesn't make bagels. I've tried to get it to make bagels before, but it doesn't. I still think you're bad at lying. I- Just tell me. I am not bad at lying. Can I say it was both time? Well, Azatha started it. Um. What are you talking about? Wait, can I mention that Eklund's also having sort of a side conversation with Luther? Sure. You, you two are up in the front. He has so. turned to Luther and says, So, I've- don't seem the same as me, but how can you, you know, when he turns his hands into owl claws? My connection with silver, it, uh, it allows me to, to briefly borrow the abilities of a number of animals. I'm, I've always had a special affinity for wolves. Um, Eklund nods w with a grin, and he says, uh, he says, it's been a while since I've really... I'm trying to learn how to shapeshift, but it's slow going. I, I learned the start, the beginning of the art from a druid, but... On my own, I've managed a few minor tricks, but I, back at home, I've managed to turn into the animals before, but I can't do it on the fly, and I have to be in my own environment, so it's not exactly going to work 30 miles from my home. Oh, I'm not, I'm not a, a shapeshifter. I just can borrow animal ability. Because that is very cool. I can kind of do that, but it's not very good. I can just get very stealthy for a while. I've had an affinity with owls ever since I was young. All right, so you guys are at the southern gate of the graveyard. Unlike the entrance where you guys came in for uh, Lorimore's funeral, you guys are going to come over more over on the east side because that is that path is the black path. Just already selecting my token and getting ready to roll initiative because I can feel it coming. <laughs> Is it too late to go back? Well, we're already here. It certainly seems too late at this point. Oh, Alana. trying to read with dark vision, and you can tell he's just giving himself a headache. Um, so I don't know if you gave it. 
Talia would have cast light. I did put light on you. I think you should see it. So there's a light spell on Talia. Uh, several of you have dark vision, and roll 20 is set up such that you should be able to see what you can see. Why don't everybody give me a stealth check? Because I'm assuming you're trying to do this surreptitiously. I fall on my face. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> a two oh, or a five. Or five. Normally I'd blame Ooh, it on the dice, but. The leers, his office starts laughing at me for falling. Um, and then falls herself. Yep. Yellow, what'd you get? Um, I got a fifteen. That's okay. my five. Okay. Eklund and Alira, Eklund and Aliris are just like privately laughing at you both. <laughs> oh God. She's a little down in the dumps. <laughs> so you know, she's walking and then just fall because she ain't used to that. She tripped. Then Azasta trips over you. <laughs> she rolled a six. <laughs> laughing and Talia just like kicks out her leg, making you fall. <laughs> Alright, so you guys aren't terribly quiet, but it is dark at this point, so um, you don't think anything has noticed you. <laughs> Great, we're dead. You will make your way up the Black Pass. Black? That's the name of it, it's the Black Pass. It's disturbing. And then at the this where I'm currently pinging on the map, uh, that is the crypt that is located at the intersection between the Black Path and the Eversleep. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Oh, this is her telling, like, the party. Wait. Yes. She's detecting undead. Uh, are you keeping track of your spells for today? Yes. Okay. Uh, the only undead presence you get is that weird sort of half-presence from Anton. Okay, I think we'll... Can I touch the crypt? We're in every party! Yeah, you can absolutely touch I'm gonna touch it! Wait, wait, wait. Oh, gotcha, sorry. There is one in every party. I'm touching it. So let me describe the crypt. Uh, the crypt is a freestanding granite mausoleum. Uh, the roof has a pair of gargoyles. Oh, no. There is a single stone door with a rusty-looking lock on the south wall. Alira, since you're right there, go ahead and give me a perception check. Does not save us? Perception. Ooh, nice. Ooh! That 20. Uh, plus five, I guess. So a, uh, a natural 20 for a 25 with a plus one to notice traps. What you notice when you're looking at the at the door is that the lock is actually broken. It looks like the lock was melted open by acid and then put back in place so that anyone who just walks by it would look at it and think it was still locked, but clearly no longer a functional lock. This professor, wasn't he? Could be. Okay, that that's a thing. Uh, you guys want to come see this? All right, let me go ahead and move you guys to a different map then. Crap! I have to do a dungeon problem. <sighs> All right. It's dark. Oh, I didn't put the light on. I didn't put the light on you on this for on this page. Let me do that. Oh, this is tiny. I have my map zoomed out to forty-eight percent. The only thing that is on this map is the exterior of the crypt. When you're looking at the door to the crypt, you can see that there are a, a set of stone steps which lead down into the crypt. Do you want to uh, go ahead and open up the gate for you, since you know it's not actually locked? Ellie's gonna like flutter just to land down the stairs. Okay. To touch any of the stairs, uh, then she's back to walking. Haha, <laughs> I'm in the crypt. So going into the crypt, uh, the you see a large, empty, uh, empty stone room. I need a perception check from the entire party. Doing well, so wonderful. I rolled a 24. I've got an 8. 24. Ooh. I got a 5 for a 10. So, Azasa and Eklund, 
uh, you guys can both see that it doesn't look like anyone has been in this room for decades except for one set of tracks which look fairly recent. Yes, sir. And you can follow those tracks and see that they lead forward through the uh, through those doors and deeper into the crypt. If it matters, they went. Th he went through the door that is on the west side. Are they both like shut, or do they appear to be locked or anything? Or they both are shut. You don't see any sort of locking mechanism on them. They're just doors. All right. I just wanted to mention I'm keeping Detect Undead on as long as it lasts, so I'm keeping okay. the concentration. Which means you can't cast any other spells, and that's your standard action for as long as you're keeping it up, but sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just looking at the statues. Luther and Silver say, we'll wait out here and make sure that uh, nobody comes upon us while we're inside, while you're inside there. Oh, I'm well, being a frickin'. But Anton comes in. Alright, good. If Anton didn't come in... Talia was about to start remembering a lot of curses in Sylvan. <laughs> which mostly just sounds like ice cream. Because they're... <laughs> so you guys going to keep going in? What's the statue? Uh, the statue is a statue of Harazm. Oh, alright. Yeah, then we're going to keep going. Okay. Uh, Illyris, as you go through the steps, you can see that there are steps which lead further down into the earth. And there is a sarcophagus in the room. Ooh, dead people. Oh, no. A thing. Detect undead. Nothing at all. Uh, again, so far the only undead presence you're sensing is Anton. Everything else is <laughs> completely dead? I mean, you don't see any corpses or anything. Oh, so it might mm -hmm. just be an empty sarcophagus? <gasps> what if it escaped? Well, it is a false crypt, like he said, right? Or at least it's supposed to be. Well, it's supposed to be false. Anton is going to walk right up to the sarcophagus, and you see him mutter a few words and concentrate and say, I don't detect any magic, but of course the stone of the sarcophagus would hide anything within it. I can't open this. He will look over to Eklund. You look brawny. Do you think you could lift this? Eklund gives him this very awkward grin and walks over. Uh, he's just like, uh, like, he doesn't, you can tell he's trying so hard not to brag in case he, like, screws this up because he's already messed up so much today. Should I just do a strength check? You don't even need to. It's not that heavy. Oh, okay. And actually, when you start to lift it, you can, as soon as you start to lift it, you realize that there are actually hidden hinges in the car sarcophagus, and it lifts very easily once you apply a little bit of pressure. He probably could have opened it if he tried, but he didn't. He asked you to. Quinn kind of gives him this bashful, like, half-smile that I'm assuming is making Zaza and Illyris both just, <laughs> like, facepalm. Someone's staring at you like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So when you open the, the sarcophagus, you actually see that there is quite a lot of material in here. So inside this crypt, you see there are a dozen silver arrows... You're remembering again there that are, I can't shoot a bow. There are four sunrods, which are alchemical devices, which are basically magical glow sticks. Nice. <laughs> there are six flasks of water. Someone's going to want those, or at least one of them. There are another 17 arrows. There are four scrolls, and with a single eye glaring from its back, which you recognize from the cover of that book. Ooh. Beetle! Talia has taken the whole. Oh, I thought water. you said it was normal water. It's not normal water. I said there are six flasks of water. You haven't had a chance to identify any of oh. it yet. I oh, know. 
She grabbed it though to keep he it away from him. He wants water. Wants to carry water with him. This is a crypt, guys. I don't want to invoke any spooky hijinks oh. or something. What if this belongs to someone? I don't know. Scarier. Isn't whatever. it a false one? According to the professor's journal, certainly. Also, if we're gonna. Do we know for sure? I trust the professor. Who does all this belong to? Well, no according one. to what the professor wrote, uh, it was hidden here by the early members of the Church of Phrasma, and the current members of the clergy probably don't even know it's still here. So. I think we should take mm, it. Okay. Just double check it. Casting check magic? Okay. Also, I have one vial of holy water. So is this holy water? Yes. The six vials are vials of holy water. Okay, then he's going to let you I'm have it. Hold on. Good. There's no use for holy water. Anton will look at the arrows, and like I said, there's a dozen silver arrows and 17 other arrows. And he'll say, Do any of you carry a bow? Eklund goes, I can take the arrowheads off and make sling bullets out of them. I'm a pretty good shot with this. They're balanced totally wrong for that. They're what? It, they would not be balanced properly to use them. As oh, he could, he could, he means he could turn them into sling bullets if he, like, messed with them. He's made a lot of rocks into sling bullets over the course of his life. Yes, but if they're magic arrows, you would destroy the magic during that. Speaking of the other arrows, are they magic? So the 17 non-silver arrows are magic. I'm going to try to figure out what they are. Nice. Uh, all right. I'll just go ahead and give all of it to you. All of the arrows, anyways. Ten of the arrows are plus one arrows. Five of them are plus one ghost touch arrows. And two of them are plus one undead bane arrows. All right. So these ones make you do better. Like damage. And I guess aiming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, magic helps. These ones are uh, the same, only they can hurt ghosts. So useful. And then these two uh they hurt just your typical undead well i say typical like undead are typical again do any of you use a bow otherwise i'm going to give all of these to luther i was going to do that no you don't currently have one but aliris you are proficient with a short bow if you wanted to start carrying a short bow okay mm-hmm. yeah, i'm good so then there are also still seven potions and four scrolls Natural 20 roll, can I get all of the potions? Yes. There are five potions of Cure Light Wounds and two potions of Lesser Restoration. All right. All right, guys. We got five Cure Lights here. I can heal. I probably don't need any. So maybe everyone should get one potion? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So everyone other than Talia will take one potion of Cure Light Wounds? Mm-hmm. All right. And then scrolls. You know what? You rolled a natural 20. I'll give you the scrolls as well. Yay! Oh, well, who's going to take the two potions of Lesser Restoration? It might make sense to just keep them on Talia as the healer, and yeah. then she'll give them to whoever needs them. Exactly. Uh, the scrolls, there is one scroll of Detect Undead. I, I don't need those. And two scrolls of Hide from Undead, and one scroll of Protection from Evil. Uh, does anyone want those? Oh, can I have the Detect Undead? Because I don't have that as a spell. Then absolutely, you can take that scroll. It's on your list. Tech Undead is... It's not on your spell list. You're it is on the Sorcerer spell list, so she could cast it from the scroll. Right, then yes. Yes. I was. If it wasn't on your list, I was going to say probably not, because then you'll have to use, use magic device. Hide from Undead, however, is only on the Cleric Oracle list, so... I'll take it then. 
Okay? You can cast it on someone else. It doesn't have to be cast on yourself, but you should take... What does it do when you use a scroll? Is it like a one-time spell, or is it like for learning the spell, or... So, it could actually be used for either if you... Well, let me rephrase that. If you read the scroll to cast the spell, it's a one-time use, and then the scroll is used up. A scroll can be used to learn a spell, although as a sorcerer, you don't have a spell book, so you wouldn't be able to use it for that. Um, a wizard would be able to use it to add it to his spell book, or possibly Anton could use it to add it to his list of spells known. But as a sorcerer, your spells are inborn. You can't learn spells from a scroll. Oh, okay. And then the last one is Protection from Evil. What list is that on? Protection from Evil is pretty much on everyone's spell list. Um, okay. Uh, Anton, do you want this one? Ah, certainly I will take one of those. I'll hand him protection from evil. Because isn't there only one? There is one scroll of protection from evil. So we have sunrods? Yes, you also have four sunrods, the six flasks of holy water, and the case. Which you ha no one has opened yet. I'm going to open the case. Okay. Inside the case, you see two things. Well, two different things. Four of one of them. First is... There are four iron and glass vials, which within them have tiny little clouds of vapor that is churning. You see that there are four vials, but there are velvet indentations within this case that show that there are six empty indentations of the same type. So okay. You would guess originally there were ten of these vials, and the professor must have taken six of them. And the other thing? The other thing is there is a spirit board with a planchette. Basically a Ouija board. I still have tech magic on. Both the vials and the the planchette, but not the board, are uh, radiating magic. Could I possibly do like a spellcraft check to see what the dark vials are? Absolutely. She's kind of hiding this right now, actually. Uh, I don't think there's any way you could hide them. You're all in a pretty small space and everyone is looking at everything. Yeah. Uh, I got a 24, which means I rolled a 19. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a spellcraft as well as Atha. Yep, looking for it right now. Natural 20. So, Azatha, you were focusing on the vials, right? Yep. The vials are called Haunt Siphon. Mm. The Haunt Siphon, when a haunt manifests, you can twist the Haunt Siphon and it will absorb the energy of the haunt. If the Haunt Siphon is able to completely disperse the haunt, it will actually absorb the haunt's power, and at that point, you can throw a charged haunt siphon as a weapon. Cool. Just want to make sure a haunt is, in general, a ghosty thing, right? Yes. Okay. That's um, cool. A ghosty thing that has a trigger. Yep. Nice. You can absorb ghosts to make bombs. Fun. Well, not ghosts, but a haunt, so kind of a generalized, like, a, 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 a ghost would be specifically a, a ghost is an entity, a haunt is kind of like an area. Okay. And then? Uh, the planchette on the spirit board is called a spirit planchette. Um, a spirit planchette, well, a non-magical version of, version of these kind of tools can be found in games, you know, they're, they're Ouija boards. The spirit planchettes are actually able to specifically call on spirits and summon them forward. You concentrate on one for a period of time uh, between 12 seconds to two minutes, 
and then the spirit planchette will move across the board and speak. This is a brass spirit planchette, which means each time you use it, you can get one question out of it. Does it like expire after an amount of uses or is there a limit to uses or? Yes and no. Each time you activate a spirit planchette, you have to make a will save to prevent being bothered by the spirits. So with a brass spirit planchette, you get one question per save. And sometimes the spirits lie. I'm gonna hold on to that. Okay. Who wants to take the haunt siphons? Maybe me too. I'm kind of our ghost expert here. Yeah. And we don't also we also don't want the tiny fairy carrying half of the stuff. Fair, but um there's a couple I'm of carrying things. Very- Eklund's just kind of ignoring all of this, and he's still staring at the silver arrows, wondering if he could make arrowheads out of it. He's not really that into magic. Let's leave. While you guys are all examining all this, I do need a perception check from the party. Of course you do. Of course okay. I do. <laughs> 21 for me. That's a 20! 20. 23! Nice. Okay. Finally noticed something in my life. Hey, 18 for a 23. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, adjusted 17 from a 10. Okay. So all of you here, while you are looking through there, a skittering sound coming from back out in the other room. No. I pull out my switchblade and have it in my hand just in case. Okay. <gasps> what is it? I'm going to go into the other room. Aww. Oh, God! Crawling out of cracks in the walls, you see a pair of giant centipedes. And it's the centipedes. I am going to need initiative rolls from the party. Here we go again. Again. I think we had an encounter with other you big did. bugs yeah. once. These they are similar. Oh, I got a 17 rolled for a 21. We're doing good. Dang it, you threw us off, Ekun. Spirits off green. 22, 21, 20, 15. Disappointed. Centipedes look like they have more than 100 legs. Yeah, they kind of do. And again, do you really want to take the time to count each and every leg? Yes. Yes, I absolutely do. And they're outside of the room, but I'm going to roll initiative for Luther and Silver uh, to see if they are able to come in to help. Someone. Centipedes, I think, are kind of pretty. Actually, I Not guarantee bad. you, Talia, she can have, like, God, what is that? Like, probably what it was. Only I guess not. God, Desmond. You, you not like bugs? These are big ones. Well, yeah, big bugs. But is that bad? I mean, yes, in this situation. When they're but... bigger than me? Yeah. Are these medium creatures? Just look at them, though. Jam. Just, just look at them. Jam. What? Are these medium creatures? Uh, yes, they are actually. These things are bigger than me. Yes, I'm scared. Oh. Well, well, I guess that is a good reason to be frightened. So, at the top of initiative, we actually have Azatha, who is able to go first. Oh, oh, wait, except that I did say that Talia gets to get bumped to the top of the initiative because of answering the trivia question. Yeah. Although it doesn't really change much because you were second anyways, but... A natural 20. So, Talia, what would you like to do with the uh, giant centipedes in the room? Nature. I'll try it. That's a 20. 20? Uh, so, yes, giant centipedes are medium-sized vermin. As vermin, they are immune to mind-affecting effects. 
They have a bite attack, which is capable of doing poison. The poison is a paralytic, so it does dex damage, but it doesn't do con damage. How bad is dex damage? Um, I mean, it will paralyze you. It'll slow you down and make you clumsy, and if you take enough of it, you can't move. How long does it last? Uh, until the poison is neutralized or you heal over time. Yikes. Less restoration, or you heal one point every... What do you want do to do? these ones look like just your typical ones, or do they look creepier? They just look like typical giant scorpions. Not scorpions. Or, not scorpions, centipedes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's not scorpions. No, yeah, no, 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 scorpions are huge. What would be the fly check to go basically straight up? It's only 10 feet high in here. Of course it only is. It's a tomb, it's not... I know, but it isn't. I'm gonna throw a net. Okay, at which one? This one. So the one on the west of the room? Mm-hmm. All right, go for it. Uh, a 12 will not hit its... Well, it's, it's flat-footed, so it will hit its flat-footed touch. Hey, okay, that's 10. Right. Plus natural armor. Uh, no, but wait, no. natural armor doesn't help with touch. But he's entangled. He is entangled. Okay. Uh, you know, I feel like that should be useful against a big old bug. Yep. What is, are you taking a move action? Well, a move action would have had to be to draw the net because you didn't have it out. Yeah. And I like five foot float-ish. There's Anton and Luther. You can five foot float. Five foot float up. Uh, Luther is outside. I know, um, but Anton's not in the order. Oh, it's because I had old versions of them on. So An- Anton had an eight. Luther had an 11, Silver had an 11. Mm-hmm. They're outside, but Anton's... Anton's in the room. I do have him on the tracker, you just can't see him. Huh. So. Uh, so can my five foot step be to take flight five feet in the air? Sure. Yay. That's what she does. Okay. Uh, Zatha. Alright, I will go forward. I can't see anything on my thing, so I'm just gonna step forward real quick. Okay. But they are... Well, I'm going to go up. Oh, Tyler would have yelled. All right. Um, so I'm going to go to one and stab it in the face. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go for it. So I'll just do that. Um, yep. Here it is. Does 14 hit? A 14 will hit its flat-footed AC. Yay! Because I crit all my damage, I think. Uh, you got the max you could have, yeah. So, max. six points. I don't know words. Yeah, it's six damage. Uh, so you stab it, and it squeals and hisses, but it does not fall. All right. All right. Another one comes skittering out of the room towards you. Oh, God. Skitters towards Azatha and is going to attempt to bite her. Ah. Uh, will a 23 hit? Um, I wish it didn't, but it does. <laughs> Alright, so it will bite you for 8 points of damage. Oh no. And I need you to give me a fortitude save. Fortitude save. Yes. Ah, uh, oh, there it is. Don't get hit. Uh, 7. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That was awful. Okay, so... Uh, as it bites into you, you feel the poison coursing through your veins, and you are going to take three points of dex damage. Dude, oh, come on! Oh my god. I to say, don't get hit. Or bit. Dang it. This is why... Ah. Sorcerers stay in the back. I meant to mention they have a poison. Venom? 
So, uh, remember that you are poisoned because you will have to make another saving throw for poison for some time. Oh, no. Forever, basically. Illyrith, you see that there are three scorpions, one of which is just... One of which has been stabbed in the face by Azatha, another of which just skittered forward and bit Azatha, and another of which is in the corner and has a net on it. You seem great. Azatha's just fine. Don't worry. What would you like to do, Illyrith? I think I'll attack the one uh, that attacked Azatha. Uh, thank you. Maybe I could just stab it. You'll have to move forward my rapier. to do so, but... Alright. And you may attempt to stab it. Okay. A 15 with 5 piercing damage. That, A 15 that, that will work? not hit its armor class. It hit the flat-footed, because the one that hadn't acted yet. But now that they're aware of you, that it is yeah. moving and it... Your rapier skitters off of its chitin. Mm. And it goes, <laughs> except it doesn't because it's not that smart. It's like, excuse me, it's a vermin. <laughs> it's a vermin. It is mindless. So after Alyrus, another centipede comes skittering Stop. into the rim. I'm going to die. It can't get to you. You're in the air. All right. I'm sorry. Are these things medium creatures? I'm only eight feet in the air. Uh, all right. Uh, I, it can get to you. It's just will have a minus one. Well, give it that, though. It can get to me. No, it's true. It can, but it would have gone for the closest prey, and the one on the ground is closer. So it's going to attempt to bite Alyrus. And it has flanking, because there's its buddy who you just tried to stab. How many of these things are there? You see four of them. What? I don't think a 12 will hit you, however. I don't think so either. God, let's hope. Well, what's your armor class? Yellow, if your armor class is 12. (laughs) No, sure it's higher than 12. I think it's 16. Okay, yeah, so a 12 will miss. Eklund, there's a whole lot of scorpions in this room. Or, not scorpions. Centipedes. I keep saying scorpions. Stop it. Scorpions are worse. If I get down to here, can I hit two at once with my claws? You could split your attacks between the two. However, to get there, you're going to provoke an attack of opportunity from the one that... Okay. This one. I go here. Can I stab two adjacents? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm going with that then. Which one are you going after first? This one, because there's this the one on the right, because there's two over there. Okay, so the one that is between Azatha and Lyris. Yes. Shift the claws. All right, so hit the claw attack, and it'll make both rolls, ah. and we'll say... Okay, uh, so you'll miss with the first claw. Do you want the second claw to still go into that one, or do you want to go ahead and split it? No, I, I want... Well... I want to make the second claw, and I gotta see my page again to see which one which one can hit more of us. I think that the one on the right is more dangerous, so I'm going to target that one. Okay, so you will, uh, your first claw skitters off of its armor, but the second claw comes in, uh, cutting into it. It takes some damage, but it is still up. Ow. Yeah, these are tougher than the other ones you fought. That other ones? Uh, back in, like, episode, like, one or two. I have no recollection of this. Yeah, you fought some giant scorpions. Um, and the last giant scorpion is entangled, so it can only move half of its distance. Which is crap ton. Which is still enough. It's going to try to bite out at the one who threw a net at it. (laughs) It is going to have a minus two for being entangled, and a minus one from the high ground. So give it a, there'll be a minus three on this roll. And that is a six, so he will bite up at Talia, but not connect with her. Stay awake! Uh, Luther is going to make a perception check to see if he hears all of this going on. 
we're in a small crypt and we're like fighting fighting four centipedes. How could he not? Well, you're also down stone stairs and underground. Good point. Oh, yeah. So Luther does not hear this. Of course. Silver also does not hear this. Oh my god! Ow. We're gonna die! But Anton will step over here. What is Anton gonna do? Because a lot of his spells are not gonna be helpful. Stab them. Hey, same! For some reason earlier, when you said Luther, I thought you said Anton. No, no, Anton definitely knows. I yeah, <laughs> thankfully. I'd be very concerned if he didn't. Unfortunately, most of his hexes won't work either. They're mindless. Because they're mindless. So he is going to cast a spell. What spell? His hand glows with a sickly green energy. And then he is going to close in and reach out at the one around the corner who is entangled. And an eight will not hit its touch AC, uh, even being entangled. But his hand is still glowing with the green energy. And then finally, we come to the one that Azatha stabbed. The centipede that Azatha stabbed is going to try to bite Azatha. Uh, will an 18 hit? Let's, um, yes. Okay, so you're going to take another... Awful. Oh, no. Uh, you're going to take another four points of damage. Uh, well, that perfectly knocks me out, doesn't it? Actually, at zero hit points, you are not knocked out. You are oh. staggered, and any additional damage will knock you out. Which I also have to make some, like, fortitude save, right? You do, because of the poison. <sighs> I... So go ahead and give me a fortitude save. Nat 20... Okay, so this centipede's bite does not manage to inject its poison, but you're not feeling great. Round two, Talia. So is that a staggering? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently I'm healing this alpha. <laughs> okay, Thank you how? so much. I guess you could five-foot float there and then use a cure light. Yeah. When, when I leveled up to level two and we were rolling how much more hit points I would get... We both rolled natural ones, so... Yep. Yeah, that was uh, fun. It couldn't get even worse yep. after my roll, he said. Eh. I heal you. You heal a nine. Okay, Yay. so Talia reaches out, touches Azatha. In the back! <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Azatha, you're up. There are uh, two scorpions, one of whom you've stabbed, both of which have bit you. Uh, they both look pretty hurt, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm moving to the back, taking Talia's advice, and I will cast Magic Missile. Okay, so, if you are going to try to move, because you are moving through threatened squares, uh, yeah. I need an acrobatics check, or you can move and be fully defensive, which means you won't be able to take a standard action this turn. I still want to attack them. Okay, then I need an acrobatics check to avoid being bitten as you move away from them. Oh, mm, um, mm, well, I have a minus three on my decks, but um, I'm, I'm going for it. All right, here we go. What? Because of her, uh, because, because I was bitten. I got a four. I failed. Yay. So you will provoke an attack of opportunity from both scorpions. Or Azaka. Or centipedes. Getting killed. <laughs> So, how much did she take? Uh, I think the thirteen will miss you, won't it? Um, no, my AC is eleven. Oh, oh, because you have dex damage. 
<laughs> I hate this. So as Azatha tries to move back, readying a spell as she does so, both centipedes bite her and she drops to the ground. I'm not dead, right? No! Not dead. Good. Okay, everyone, it's time to murder some centipedes, guys. Come on! This centipede is going to bite out at uh, Eklund, who just clawed it. Will a 16 hit Eklund? 16 will hit, I believe. Let me check. Okay, I don't know how... Oh, no, my AC is 16 exactly. Then it will hit. You you hit on matching an AC. Garbage. Match or beat. So you will take 8 points of damage, and I need a fortitude save. And... Ooh. Uh, So you feel the, the poison coursing through your veins as well. And you will take two points of dex damage. And it did eight damage in the normal damage. Yes. So, Illyris, things aren't... Oh, and then after it bites you, the scorpion is going to five-foot skitter back into the hole. Hey, hey, it's a centipede. Centipede. (laughs) As you're about to die, it's a centipede. (laughs) So, Illyris, what do you want to do? Stab the centipede. Uh, the one that just dropped is uh, the one that just bit Eklund, or the one behind you? One uh, behind oh, me. At the same time. She can't stab both of them. We should get her away so she can. Well, that would be going up in level. I don't have time for that. So, which one are you stabbing? I think I'll just stab the one behind me. Okay. With the rapier. Okay. Stab away. Stab away! That's not high enough! It is not. A 14 will not connect with the centipede. Oh. Do you wish to move? <laughs> We're gonna get killed by a pile of centipedes. I I, I moved. Okay. Is Asha? I'm unconscious. I don't. <laughs> yes. I'm going to die by centipedes. Time to survive this. Centalia says, "Get in the back. Do it defensively." <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, the giant centipede. Kill it is going to try to bite Anton. Oh, it's gonna kill you! Mm. Ah, this thing could kill him! Um, an 11 will miss Anton. Um, he doesn't have a great armor class, but he does have higher than a level. Eklund, you see that Azatha has fallen. There's a scorpion between you and Anton. There's another one on the other side of it that has a net. I am stabbing the frick out of this centipede next to me. Okay. Come on! Ah! Oh. <laughs> the next time one of these moves near me, I'm gonna opportunity attack its rear off and then feed it to it. You do not knock one of my party members unconscious with me on the field. It wouldn't have made a difference in this particular moment, but I will point out if you five foot step right there, you could have still made two attacks and you would then be flanking with oh, Anton. But I thought I'd I thought I'd provoke an attack with it from it. Not if you only take a five-foot step. Oh, okay, that's a problem. So, and you could still take that five-foot step after your attack to still give the flank. Like I said, the plus two from flanking wouldn't have changed this, so you can still just go ahead and do that retroactively. Speaking of giant centipedes, there's a giant centipede that's in a net. It is going to try to skitter past its friend there. It will provoke an attack of opportunity from both Anton and Okay, so what do I do? I haven't made an opportunity attack yet. What do I do? Just attack? It's just done as a normal attack roll, but you'll only make one attack, so the second attack won't count. I don't have a higher bonus on anything, but my quarterstaff does more damage. Can I go with that? 
but you didn't have your quarter staff out. Okay. Claws then. Natural twenty. Come on. Okay, a sixteen. Is a sixteen good? Plus two blanket. A sixteen will hit. Seven full damage. All right. So you'll do seven points of damage to the one that is netted, that tried to skitter past you. Yes. They're all really hurt. The centipedes. Why won't they die? Anton oh. will <laughs> make his attack of opportunity, and he will. Luther will have heard this at this point. I was about to yell, get your butt in here! You're losing all the loot we got you. And Luther will fire an arrow at the centipede in the doorway in front of Alyris, and he will puncture it, and it dies. Good. Good job, Luther. Silver will come into the room. Puppy! God, just get me. Sorry. And it will bite. Or he will bite. No. Tala, you you do not have a weapon out, do you? Bennett. Yeah, that doesn't count. It's a it's a ranged weapon, so you don't. No. He he doesn't get the benefit of flanking, but he will bite. Yeah, right. He's not biting the one in the net. Uh, no, he will bite rather successfully. Dang. They're immune to being tripped, but it doesn't matter because he will drop it. I didn't trip. It just died. Yep. Anton still has that spell charge, so he's going to try one more time, reaching out, touching with the sickly green glowing energy on his hand. What is that spell? Uh, that is Inflict Light Wounds. Mm. Um, and he will manage to hit touch it this time. How oh, he heals himself, got it. And does... Ouch. So he touches it, and the thing just withers up and shrivels into a corpse. Oh, wow. He will then five-foot step back. E- Eklund, gi- Eklund gives him this, like, nod of utter approval. Like, he's just like, <laughs> good job! And then the last giant centipede in the corner will attempt to bite Alyrus again. Great. Well, you're the one who has it pinned in a corner. Um, well, that is fair. Will a 12 hit? Uh, again, no. Okay. We're into a new round. Talia. I'm going to cast the spell that you used to make sure your friend doesn't die, but because they're an idiot and keep trying to fight, you want to make sure they don't wake up. Stabilize? It's called stabilize. Okay. So, Azatha is stable and will not have to make a stabilization. Ooh. She's getting the mom lecture <laughs> as soon as she's away, as soon as we're done with this fight. Do you oh, wish no. to take an, a move action, Talia? Um, I'm just going to kind of pull my net back. Okay. Because okay. it's kind of still wrapped around the dead body. Right. Azatha, you're unconscious. So, um, you're stable. You're stable, but <laughs> you're unconscious. Alyris. Yes. Oh. There's still one more scorpion. I will stab it. Okay. Hopefully I'll row high enough this time. An 18 is high enough. Yes! So you stab it right through its beady little eye, and it dies. Consider yourself stabbed! <laughs> Wait, is that a catchphrase for something else? That should totally be a catchphrase for our show now. Consider yourself stabbed? <laughs> yes. You need to make with that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So... You are all in this crypt. You have fought off the giant scorpions. So as we look at the party with uh, your new loot and an unconscious Azatha, I think that is probably a good place to go ahead and pause for this episode. Oh, come on. I wanted to kill her or else we're going to forget. No, no, no. We're going to pick up right here in the crypt. So you'll have plenty of reason to remember to heal her. You have for us here. We've done enough. (laughs) <laughs> so, until next time. Why your GM trick you? 
I suppose that's good advice too. But until next time, keep an eye open for mimics. Never feed a goblin and something something dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrion Crown, The Haunting of Harrowstone was written by Michael Cortez. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at the Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes or Google Play. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening!